This is Dr. Sean McKay, and you're listening to Reinforce Radio. Welcome to episode 11 of Reinforce Radio, a podcast dedicated to our special tactics operators, our combat mission support specialists, and their families. Look, in the world we're living in today, it seems that we only look at all the problems in the world. The arguments, the disagreements, the debates, the protests. And at home, it seems we take all that to heart and only focus on the problems. The arguments, the disagreements, the debates, and the protests. Can we change that? Can we look at things differently? And if we can, does it change anything or make any difference? Well, I wouldn't be recording this podcast if it wasn't possible. So today we're looking at the concept of gratitude. Pretty important concept is we're in the midst of the holiday season and looking to survive the negativity of this world that we're in. So what exactly is gratitude? We've all used the word, right? Uh, We've all felt grateful for the presence of things or people in our lives, thankful for events or developments that have occurred in our lives, right? So we all should be familiar with the concept and that feeling, right? Gratitude, basically, is the human way of acknowledging the good things in our lives and the world around us. It's that positive emotional response or reaction that we get when we're giving to someone or receiving something unexpected from someone. Okay, so now we know what gratitude is, and we know that it feels good when we experience it, but does it really affect our lives in a long-term way other than just a quick feel-good rush? Actually, yeah, it does. (laughs) Look, gratitude improves interpersonal relationships, both at home and at work. Focusing on things to be grateful for induces positive emotions, which positively impact our overall health and our sense of well-being. And research on couples has demonstrated that those couples that express thankfulness to their partners consistently sustain their relationships better with mutual trust and loyalty to each other. So as a result, this seems to lead to longer-lasting, happy relationships. Living in a state of gratitude has positive impacts on mental and physical health as well. Keeping track of things in life to be thankful for leads to reduced stress, improved sleep, and strengthens emotional awareness. Grateful people tend to be more enthusiastic for their work and have an increased sense of energy and vitality as well. Speaking of work, uh, people who focus on the things in life to be grateful for tend to be more productive, more efficient, and responsible in their overall work tasks and responsibilities. So, being more grateful makes you a better, more energetic person, and more reliable and a conscientious worker, and a more trusting and happy partner. But does it change anything else? Yep, it does. How about the brain? Let's talk about how it changes the brain. So being grateful not only changes emotions and relationships and behaviors, but it also physiologically changes the neurological makeup of your brain, rewiring it in a way that creates more permanent and positive changes. Just as mindfulness can change the brain, if you want a refresher on that, go back to episode three on mindfulness, so too can being a more grateful person for the positives in your life. When we express gratitude or receive the same from others, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin. Both of these neurotransmitters are crucial in the responsibility of our emotions. They're both linked to the management of depression and anxiety, So release these chemicals can help alleviate those struggles. They also play a role 
and generally enhancing our mood. The release of dopamine is linked to pain tolerance, which can lead to a reduced experience of pain and, by extension, an increased compliance with treatment for pain. Both of these things are important for our operators living lives of constant training and deployment, right? So gratitude also stimulates two important regions of the brain, the hypothalamus, which regulates stress, and the ventral tegmental area, which plays a crucial role in the reward system of the brain and produces feelings of pleasure. Additionally, research has demonstrated that feelings of gratitude activate the hippocampus and the amygdala. These structures are both parts of the limbic system, which plays a primary role in the regulation of emotion and memory. Now, let's go back to the hypothalamus, which is also part of the limbic system. Um, It's, like I said, activated through feelings of gratitude. Uh, In addition to uh, regulating stress, the hypothalamus is crucial in the management of bodily processes such as sleep. So when we experience more gratitude in our lives, research has demonstrated deeper and healthier sleep patterns, which, as we all know, is linked to a multitude of physical and mental health benefits. We've talked about that ad nauseum uh, at work, right? Now, finally, gratitude is associated with an increase in the neuromodulation of the prefrontal cortex of the brain, which is responsible for the management of negative emotions. Because of this, gratitude appears to reduce stress hormones and manage the autonomic nervous system, which can lead to a decreased experience of anxiety and depression. So we see evidence over and over that gratitude impacts neurological regions of the, of the brain, which affect mood, stress management, and a sense of reward and pleasure. Furthermore, we know that due to neuroplasticity, exercising the brain rewires the brain, strengthening neurological connections, improving skills, and recovering lost skills. So by practicing gratitude every day, we strengthen these neural structures and pathways. This creates an increasing sense of positivity and gratitude in our lives on a more permanent, quote, hardwired, unquote, basis in the brain. A more grateful brain leads to a more grateful emotional, behavioral, and relational life. Now, I don't expect you to remember all these different parts of the brain. Um, That's kind of psychology nerd stuff. So don't worry about that. Just know that there's tons of evidence out there that shows that experiencing gratitude, expressing gratitude, and focusing on gratitude in your life literally changes the structure of your brain to function better. So, we've talked about what gratitude is and how it works in the brain. And during that discussion, we've touched on some benefits of gratitude. And generally speaking, an orientation towards gratitude has several positive impacts in your life. Physically, it's been shown to reduce cardiac disease, inflammation in the body, and neurodegeneration, kind of degeneration of neural structures in your brain. It improves the sleep-weight cycle, as we've talked about, thus having a positive impact on insomnia. And gratitude can invoke a sense of hope in the middle of mental or physical struggles, and therefore enhances overall mood, which positively impacts stress, anxiety, and depression. Again, we've talked about that some, too. But let's do a deeper dive on some of this. Let's first talk about the impact that focusing on gratitude in life can have on the stress we experience and how we manage it. Stress, at its most basic understanding, is the natural physical response to change. Now, that change could be positive or negative, right? Uh, We've all had the adrenaline rush when something good or exciting happens. But unexpected obstacles or setbacks can trigger negative stress and physiological changes. Cultivating a sense of gratitude in life A focus on the positives or blessings in life despite these hurdles helps to release stress hormones to manage the stress more effectively and also increases positive emotions that contribute to the release of dopamine and serotonin, 
which we've already mentioned, plays a strong role in the management of anxiety and depression. So, in a sense, gratitude acts like a natural stress detox for both your brain and your body. And so let's look a little closer at how gratitude can also positively impact anxiety and depression. Anxiety is basically our body's built-in wake-up call for danger. That whole fight-or-flight response thing. Okay, This is part of what we call the default mode network. If your brain is left on autopilot, so to speak, it's going to trend towards a focus on the negatives in your environment. Cues of danger and risk. The problem is, if we focus too much on negative and adverse outcomes or stimuli, we will inadvertently rewire our brains to process only negative information, largely not even seeing positive information in our environments. Because of this risk, you have to be proactive and intentional in focusing on positives in your environment. By doing so, you can train your brain to attend selectively to positive emotions and thoughts, resulting in a reduction of anxiety and apprehension in your experience. Now, at a neurological level, you know, I always go back to the brain, gratitude regulates the sympathetic nervous system that activates our anxious responses. And at a psychological level, gratitude conditions the brain to filter negative rumination and focuses instead on the positive. So cultivating a sense of gratitude has been shown to be particularly effective in treating a variety of anxiety-related conditions like phobias, PTSD, social phobia, and so on. Now, these changes in perspective have a similar impact on depression, addressing both the neurological and psychological basis of depression. Shifting attention from problems to solutions, negatives to positives, through gratitude, releases dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin, all neurotransmitters that lead to more positive emotions and directly impacts the experience of depression and sadness. And with this neurological surge, the apathy of depression is curbed, and the motivation that depression can suck away is renewed. So, if an orientation on gratefulness has such strong impacts on stress management and experience of anxiety and depression, then it's pretty easy to see how gratitude leads us to be so much more resilient in the face of difficulties and struggles. Remember, our brains operate on that default mode network I mentioned. We tend to focus more on danger, risk, obstacles, and difficulties in life because they demand some kind of attention or action. On the flip side of that coin, though, we tend to forget or not attend to the better and more positive things in life because they're already present and don't represent some form of threat. While this can be protective in guarding us from danger and risk, it does really very little to promote resilience in the face of these difficulties. Recent research has showed, however, that a strong correlation exists between gratitude, resilience, and positive or pro-social feelings such as happiness or joy. Data suggests that gratitude helps us be more emotionally resilient through several processes, and some of them are, include helping us see the positives in life, fighting off negative ruminations and reframing these negative thoughts into more optimistic ones, uh, keeping us grounded and helping us accept our present situations, even when they may be tough. Uh, gratitude helps identify and focus on solutions rather than problems. Uh, it helps us maintain good health by regulating metabolic and hormonal balance. And it helps us sustain healthy relationships and helps us appreciate those that have a positive impact on our lives, helping us feel more loved, cared for, and hopeful. Now look, I know this whole concept of gratitude and, quote, always look on the bright side of life, unquote, 
can sound kind of touchy-feely, which can turn some people off, but the science, guys, is pretty clear. Just like mindfulness, gratitude techniques lead to physiological and neurological changes that train your brain to effectively and more automatically withstand stress and the emotional consequences of it. As we've said with mindfulness, exercise your brain and make it stronger, just like you do your body in the gym. Seems like a no-brainer to me. No pun intended on that. Okay, so maybe by now I've convinced you of the benefits of shifting to a more grateful outlook on your life. But just how do we do it, though? How do we cultivate a sense of gratitude in our lives? How you do it is going to be different for each individual, and it may take some time to find out what works for you. But here are a few general approaches you can try to start the process of creating a sense of gratitude in your life and finding just what works for you. Some of these might sound a little cheesy, but trust me, they work. Consider all of them, okay? First, as simple as it sounds, appreciate yourself. Tell yourself five good things about yourself every day. doesn't matter how big or small they are. The key is that you genuinely believe the things you're saying and that you do it consistently each day. It changes your perspective, your thought processes, and ultimately the neural connections in your brain. Second, start a gratitude journal. Consciously choose to focus on good memories and recall positive moments that you may have forgotten from the past and write them down. Track them. Again, you're, you're triggering those connections in the brain and neurotransmitter release that manages negative emotions and promotes positive ones and works to start to retrain your brain to focus on the positives in life. Third, consider what we call gratitude visits. We all have important people in our lives. People whose care and support for us have had a strong impact on us. Make a point to visit these people once or twice a month. Reestablish and strengthen these connections. It again forces that positive perspective, which over time alters our brains to avoid that default mode network and scan for positives in your lives rather than negative. Uh, another thing to focus on, be okay with being okay. If you feel good, if you feel proud of something you've done, be happy with it. Don't shy away from it or discount it. Uh, our guys are too often critically examining themselves and never happy with things. you got to shift that, okay? Acknowledge these things that, that make you feel good and, and, and happy uh, and be mindful of it through the day. Too often we get focused on the, the things wrong with us, all the mistakes we make, and we forget to enjoy the successes. So don't forget those. Uh... Another one is to share things you're grateful for daily. Set aside a few minutes every day with someone important to you and discuss the things you're grateful for for that day. Doing this as a family at dinner time is a great way to make it a consistent part of your day and install the same skills in your kids as they're growing up. In your daily mindfulness practices, and I know you're doing them because I've told you how important they are to do, right? Right? You're doing them, right? Let your focus be on moments of gratitude in your day. Let that be your focus in your mindfulness exercises. It's crazy just how impactful something small like this can have on your entire outlook in your life, your actions, and your relationships. Guys, it's just huge. All right, so look, those are just a few things that you can do to start cultivating a more grateful perspective in your life. The benefits are tremendous, okay? Don't discount these things as psych doc, touchy-feely stuff. It's real and can have real impacts on you and your marriage and your family. Don't waste that opportunity. Okay? All right. So that's it on gratitude. With the holidays here, 
Now is a perfect time to reflect on your life and remember the things that you've been grateful for this year. Not dwell on the problems, the conflict, the division, and the hate that's swirling around us. Spend time exploring this with your family over the holidays, and you may find it completely changes your experience of what the holidays should be about. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, You know that we just keep doing this to help keep you at the top of your game so that you can fight the good fight at home and abroad. I hope you have a very happy and joyful holiday with family and friends, okay? And stay tuned next year. We have more ideas coming for the podcast and look forward to sharing them with you then. All right? So stay tuned. So until next time, guys, this has been Dr. Sean McKay, and you've been listening to Reinforce Radio.